UPS. I load airplanes out on the runway. Packages, huh? Yes, sir. You ever have one split open and you get to see what's inside? Yes, sir. All the time. That happens all the time. All so the time. So there's never a time when it doesn't happen. The heavy ones bust open. The light ones don't. And what have you seen in there? Uh, we had one full of PlayStation games the other day. Uh, Kansas Skull always bust open. A thing of Chick-fil-A gift certificates opened the other day. We had a field day with those. So you stole? No, actually we put them back, but we played like we were going to steal them for a while. That was now, fun, how, huh? how long can you sustain, and how long is the sketch entertaining of you playing like you're stealing them? Well, it takes approximately 45 minutes inside the belly loading the plane, so we talked about it for about 40 minutes. And it was entertaining for the entire 40 minutes? We're very simple-minded, Davey. So, like, what kind of fantasies ran through your head? Like, with these gift certificates, <laughs> we could build our own house on a, on a large plot of acreage and, and be kings? Well, at least eat free lunch every day for a few weeks. I mean, I don't make that much money. That's so. But would you have to go to different Chick-fil-A's throughout the Metroplex so they wouldn't catch on to your scheme? I think you could go to the drive-through one day and you know go up to the door one day or just have different people pay every day. Well, what uh, what character did you play in this? <laughs> I just did noticed that the name? box was open, and I so I kind of so pulled you, it open. You were noticed the box was open, man. Yeah. Hey, check this out, man. That was your first line. Yeah. And are you guys planning on reproducing this play at, like, Hip, po <laughs> hip Pocket Sandwich Theater or whatever? And No, Gordon. Some community theater work? Pornos open up a lot, too. We think about stealing those, too. We have to go through a metal detector when we get there and when we leave, so... And pornos are made of metal? No, but there's yeah, some kind of magnetic Yeah, you couldn't possibly get one of those through a metal detector. Well, they search you, too. I mean, I'm in shorts and a T-shirt. Where am I going to hide a video? Uh, you know where. <laughs> Make a porn yourself while you're hiding that video. <laughs> so you haven't seen anything illegal? Uh, no. They did. Let's see. Well, that was American, but they they busted a bunch of people doing, you know, bringing drugs in and, at American in Florida. I guess it was a few months ago. My friend works at American. the only reason I know any of that. What does that have to do with UPS? Well, I was thinking airplanes, if I had seen anything, and the answer was no, and that was kind of boring, so I thought I'd throw something in there interesting. So you were kind of doing a play just then? Yeah. No, but that was true, though. Well, I mean, sometimes plays can be based on true things, as you know, but being was, a playwright yourself. <laughs> I was doing a play, Davey, you're right. Huh. Well, all right. Well, we hope the uh, the acting career keeps keeps up, and sounds like you're working on some good stuff. <laughs> also, uh, I believe we have Drew Hamilton doing tickers, right? We do. Hello, Drew. Hello, Gordon. Did you talk about your wealth already today? Uh, yeah, Corby brought it up. Did that make you uncomfortable? Uh, a little bit. Why are you doing weekend tickers if you're so fabulously wealthy? Because uh, he's doing it because he's fabulously wealthy, because he can do whatever he wants now. And he wants to do sports radio. I think I might uh, buy a station like that guy in Baltimore. Yeah, then you'd be the head guy. And put your face on the T-shirts? That's right. And if you ever do sketches that you need to hire actors, you could hire Scott to come up there and do them. <laughs>
You mind All telling right. us how rich you are? Uh, how about some uh, community reaction? <laughs> That's a good point. All right. Hi, you're on AM radio with community reaction. Yeah, I was wondering, uh, you boys ever done it uh, Hawaiian style? What? You ever done it Hawaiian style? I can't understand the word. You're K. Okay. Hi, you're on the ticket. We're looking for community reaction here. <laughs> yeah, does uh, recycling certain things and hiding videos make you gay? Did anybody see where Dion retired? Yes. I don't know what that is. Doesn't it seem like he's kind of gone out with a whimper? Yeah, it didn't really work out for him the way he had hoped in uh, Washington. Because he signed there last year and signed seven that. Seven-year deal. Seven-year deal, like a, what was it, $13 million signing bonus. Uh-huh. And uh, was expected to take the Redskins to the Super Bowl last year. And now he's he cleared out his locker at his AAA baseball team and then faxed in his letter of resignation. So he quit all sports now. Yeah. He's done. How old is he? What is it? 34? Maybe? Is he yeah, even that old? I've got the paper here. He's in the 89 draft. He's 33. That seems kind of strange. Why did he quit the uh, Redskins? They didn't want him anymore? Well, I don't, think, I don't think Marty Schottenheimer really wanted him around. Schottenheimer's the new coach up there. Uh-huh. We're talking sports here. Right. We are. So, uh, so Schottenheimer doesn't want him, but Dion still has a contract, so he still can play. Right, but he, uh, because he retired, he's forfeiting most of his signing bonus, and he is going to be put on the uh, reserve retired list by the Redskins, so he won't be able to play for anybody else. So it's not like he's trying to get out of his contract with the Redskins. He's, a, he's actually retiring. He won't right. be playing Right, I'm anymore. just questioning why he's doing this. I mean, is his body that broken down? I don't know. I mean, he was battling injuries again last year. He's still got the toe problem. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he always has hamstring troubles because, you know, he's so slight. I'm just trying to think of what he's up to. What, what move is next for Dion? I don't know. Maybe he is legitimately tired of the whole business and wants to spend time with his hot new wife and his kids. He's got a new wife? Well, the, you know, from a couple years ago. The, that model he married a couple years ago? Uh-huh. So he had a wife before that? Yeah, the uh, the wife that he had Deandra and Dion Jr. with. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, this is, just, this is kind of sad because I actually like Dion, and it just feels like I hate that his conversion... Um, Coincided with the downfall of his career? Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like all the spirit ran out of Dion. I mean, not, of course, the Holy Spirit, but... Right. Well, I... Kind of the buzz about him. Well, I guess he, he focused his energies in other areas besides football. Yeah, we just don't hear a lot about him. Oh, gosh, we're late, aren't we? Yeah, well, we, we, can, oh, talk, we can talk some more Dion. The phones are going crazy. We can actually talk sports on the rant for a little bit. All right, we'll do that. Coming up next, we talk sports... With you, the P1, and we get community reaction on Dion. The ticket. The ticket. Radio 1310, the ticket. 
This is the Gordon Keith Show at Frank Parr Autoplex. We're on the road today at uh, Frank Parr Autoplex. A lot of times I'll come here after the show, but this is the first time in a long time that we've had the show in the showroom um, live for you and your friends to come by and see it. All right, we got to talk about Deion Sanders, who announced his retirement. He's no longer playing baseball, and he's no longer playing football. He sent his letter of retirement, or faxed it, according to David Lane of the ticket. That's according to the morning news. Oh, okay. According to David Lane of the ticket, according to the morning news, Dion clears out his AAA locker in baseball and then faxes his letter of retirement to the Washington Redskins. And I always really liked Dion, even when he was bold, brash, and very unchristian. I always liked him. He just he had pizzazz and 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 I dug him and and uh, I love the fact that he was such a lightning rod. And then he got religion, which good for him. And it just seems like it coincided with the downturn of his career. I guess his last few years in Dallas, did he do much then? He got injured, right? That was when he got the turn well, toe. Yeah, his last year in Dallas, he didn't do much of anything. And I just hate, it just seems like he's retiring with a whimper. And there for a while, you know, it was just, man, this is the greatest two-sport athlete of all time, one of the greatest football players of all time. And, and it just seemed, you know, it's just kind of a little note now. Oh, Dion retires. Yeah, but he's still a, he's still a no-brainer Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, I guess his legacy is somewhat tarnished because of the way he finished his career. But, I mean, people still remember that he was a two-sport star, that, you know, he won two Super Bowls. Let's say that, all right, let's just say that Dion was back with the Cowboys this year mm -hmm. in training camp. Just even seeing him around like Wichita Falls, it, he's just not the draw that he was before. I mean, used to, he was such a people magnet. And then when he stopped with the Mercedes-Benz golf cart and all that kind of stuff, yeah, it's like he, he wasn't larger than life anymore, and I, and I kind of don't like that. I, I liked it when he was larger than life. I wish there was a way to integrate that with his religious beliefs uh, that he, in a way that he felt comfortable and could have been both. Anyway, that was just my thoughts on it. We'll take your phone calls at 214-787-1310. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hey, going? What's going on? Hey. Now, here's why I think about Dion. I bet that I mean that's just too weak for him to come in and fax in what resignation or whatever. I bet he we see him back in a couple of years because he cannot just be away from from sports. Uh, he's he's gonna fight. You know who uh, Mace the, the rapper is? He t he turned into a, a, a some priest and started going around preaching to everybody. And uh, I don't think Dion could do that. I don't know. You know, that's what everyone said when he first uh, had his recommitment to Christianity. Everyone said that this won't last, and I'll be darned. It seems like it really has. I mean, you have to admire the guy. He's, he's uh, stuck it out and seems to be a really changed person. So I think that he has, I believe, this retirement more now with his mindset with his current mindset than I ever would have believed it before. I, I just think that, um, you know, he's, he's going to have too much time on his hands just to hang out. He is too young. What, 35, 34? 33. No, 33. Yeah, he is too young just to not be doing anything. I mean, he's 
Uh, he'll probably do uh, some commercials and get some, uh, I don't know, get some deal with somebody and get on TV and make some money that way. But he is, he, he's just not doing anything. And he is, I think he's had love for both of the sports that he's played. And he, I, I really think he'll be back in a couple of years. He, he'll just be fanning for it. Thanks for your call. 214-787-1310. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket with Davey and Gordo. Yeah, that last caller kind of stole some of my thunder. I, I really think that... Well, go beat him up. Well, I would, I would, but I don't quite know who he is. But what I was trying to say is, is Dion being only 33, I mean, he, he suffers from the same kind of urges that we all feel. And, I mean, I can understand how a situation like that can come, come to fruition. And you, you, you're speaking so generically, I don't know what your point is. Well, the truth is, uh, I'm not too sure much about the antennas, but I was just kind of, just kind of want to get on the radio. And it, it reminds me a lot of that story a long time ago. Lobster gravy claw. Hmm. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Uh, yeah, just an example of how crazy and outgoing it was. I don't know if you ever saw that Saturday Night Live he hosted, but that was, I mean, he was just insane after winning the uh, Super Bowl with the, with the with San Francisco. I mean, he was just a, a wild man, and you're right. Now he's just, you know, to go out just by faxing his resignation. <laughs> That's so weak, and I, and I imagine that it was on the thermal fax paper, too. I'd the imagine. kind that the Schottenheimer has to, you know, lay down flat on the desk and hold it down where he can read it. Well, have good and get gifts. What? What? Hi, on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on AM radio. Oh, thank you. Hey, you boys think uh, Dion's done in Hawaiian style? What's a... Hi, on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Hello, Sports. First hey, time, long time. Um, Same here. I just want to throw this out, and I'll hang it and listen. I'm, I'm uh, real happy to be on the air. Dave's a really tough screener, but the thing you have to remember... <laughs> yeah. The thing you have to remember with uh, Deion Sanders is uh, baby claw lobster arm, baby claw lobster arm. Okay, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. I'm glad we ran out of sports conversation just there, Dave. Yeah, that's good. I want to talk about Lance here. Did you see where uh, Lance won yesterday's stage? Yeah, by the way, before we put Deion to bed, Mm -hmm. um, some guy called in, didn't want to go on the air, but he took issue with the thought that Deion was a no-brainer Hall of Famer. He didn't think he was a Hall of Famer at all. I don't know enough sports to really comment on that intelligently. I'm just going to take your word for it. Okay. Right. And you say he is a surefire Hall of Famer. Well, I just wondered if you had a take on it at all, but I guess not. Not really. I mean, I just don't know enough to make a judgment. Okay, go ahead. All right, call me on that, and we'll talk about it later on. Okay, 29-year-old Lance Armstrong, he's going to win a third, a third tour de, Tours de France. A he's third he's tour a surefire Hall of Famer. For baseball or football? For cycling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, he uh, won the 18th stage of the Tour de France. It was a time trial, right? Yes. One minute and 24 seconds ahead of the second-place finisher. This is such an incredibly dominant performance. You like I'm, that uh, I'm helmet? I'm so fascinated by this. You like that helmet he wears during the time trials? Looks like the FTD logo. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's stupid-looking. I hate that. I know Craig says that does a lot about aerodynamics, but I think it's... I think they're just trying to push that on us to make all the kids buy them. I don't think they sell them. I think it's a marketing ploy. Okay. 
So one minute, 24 seconds ahead of the second place guy. Uh, he was one minute and 39 seconds ahead of his chief rival in the stage, Jan Ulrich, who, by the way, Lance now leads uh, Ulrich uh, six minutes and 44 seconds. Wow. Uh, so basically, his stage today, it's a 90-mile stage today, and he says his biggest worry is, uh, his biggest concern is that he needs to avoid crashing. Yeah. Well, for, I guess for people who aren't familiar with the tour, the time trials, they're not riding in a pack. They're just riding against the clock. Right. They they're, go off, you know, whatever, three minutes apart. Yeah. And, uh, and they ride the course. Yeah, it's them against the clock. So uh, this is not a time trial today. And he's got to avoid crashing. He said, it's not over yet. I have to be smart and I have to be safe. I would hate to have a problem in the last days. If you crash and break something, you don't make it to Paris and you don't win the race. How sorry would that be? You have your third straight tour locked up and then something like that would happen. Look for a little something to happen today. You think somebody's going to try and take him out? Sensing something. No, I don't think they would try to take him out. I think they have enough respect, although they don't like him. Mm -hmm. or, or at least a lot of French don't like him. That no one will mess with him, though. Why, because he's an ugly American, or what? Well, and the guy had cancer. I don't know if that made him ugly. No, I'm just I saying... he's a decent-looking guy. I'm saying personality-wise. Oh, yes, yes, I got you. Yes, David. That's why uh, they speaking, dislike him? Speaking of um, cancer and recovering from it, you know, Lance, he, he started off, it, it was testicular cancer that spread. He had lesions on his brain, didn't he? Yeah. He had to have like nine, I thought he had them removed, didn't he? Didn't yeah. he have brain surgery? He had to have nine lesions removed from his brain, like golf ball-sized lesions, something yeah. crazy like that. The guy was on death's door. Uh, so I think, and I, I want to get confirmation on this from somewhere, he either got, I would have thought he would have had both testicles removed, but I've heard that he only had one removed. Well, did, doesn't he have a kid? Yeah, but see, the kid, the first child I know was... Uh, it was conceived through artificial insemination. Oh, it was a pre-cancer baby, or? Yeah. Well, I mean, he had cancer. See, this is strange. And when you read his book, it's called "It's Not About the Bike." Um, you read his book, and he talks about how difficult that was. This is like the week he finds out, like on a Monday. And I may not have the details exactly correct, but you get the flavor of the story. Finds out, like on Monday, uh, Lance, you're eating up with cancer. I mean, it's really bad off. You're going to go into surgery on, I don't know, Thursday. And, you know, you may not even make it through the surgery. We don't know. But anyway, Thursday's your day. So, listen, if you've ever wanted to have kids, you better head to a bank. You know, that kind of bank, that special kind of bank right now. Germ. Yeah. And he talks about how strange it is. And you got to kind of sympathize with him. Imagine you just found out you were, on Sunday, you were the world's greatest cyclist. Right. Monday, you're about to die. And Tuesday... And Tuesday, you have to go and... You're hunched, you're hunched over a pizza dish. Right. How can you achieve what you need to achieve with all that on your mind? And doesn't it cheapen it if you ever do conceive and have a child, knowing exactly what thoughts are going through your head when the... When you... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I could be turned on. I know. And you talked about that, how difficult that was. So I, I know my question is this. I know the first child was um, artificial, artificially conceived. But now she's about to have twins, really? twin girls, twin baby girls. And so Lance and his wife are on cloud nine. 
they're about to have girls. Uh, to where is that exactly? Is that outside of Paris or? He lives in Nice. Oh. Yeah. Um, but if he does have the one gresticle, it's working overtime. Well, I mean, does that is that does that work, or did is this also artificial? Well, I don't know. I guess it would still work if it's still there. Not that, necessarily if it was radiated. Yeah, maybe true. Well, maybe that's why he had twins. He's shooting two-headed monsters out of there. What? I thought that was a little insensitive. See, I would think if they're having twins, that that sounds like artificial insemination. You know, you always hear that. Yeah. Multiple births when they do it uh, with technology rather than biology. Well, that's usually associated with fertility treatments, not necessarily artificial. Good point. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. 214-787-1310-1050 on the ticket. The ticket. You to select the tastiest morsel from that buffet and start with it. All right. Well, I think that uh, we both agree that the tastiest morsel involves Secretary of State Colin Powell. Yeah, and I saw some of the footage of this thing, and it's insane looking. I thought the press wasn't supposed to be there. So how did this story get out? I have no idea, but this took place in Hanoi, Vietnam, of course. Mm -hmm. And Colin Powell was, I guess, taking a tour of Vietnam, I guess a goodwill tour. And the final night he was there, they had this... Uh, this banquet. At, it's the end of the annual meeting of Asia-Pacific Foreign Ministers. Uh -huh. I guess we're joined by Junior Miller right now. Oh, hi guys. Hey. Hey, Junior. Hey, uh, I wanted to talk about Lance's testicles, and I wanted to tell everybody where I am today. Which would you like <laughs> okay. to do first? All right. Yes, where are you, first of okay. all? Okay. I just got here at the Fitness HQ in Southlake, and I'm going to be here for the next two hours until 1 o'clock. And that's fitness headquarters for all your fitness needs, Fitness HQ. And so come by and talk sports with me from 11 to 1 here in Southlake. It's on Southlake Boulevard. It's that first big shopping center just west of 114. Take Southlake Boulevard exit off 114 and find the Fitness HQ and come by for all your Fitness HQ needs. That's <laughs> oh, kind of confusing, but okay, thank you for that. Now, you heard what we were talking about earlier, and we're trying to handle this in a responsible manner. Well, I don't know if Dave is, but I am. <laughs> right. And, yeah, I and, think, but I'm Gordo, curious about that. I think that. you had it right. Um, this, this one, the uh, twins were a product of in vitro fertilization again. Uh-huh. Turkey baster. I think he does still have one. I think he had the cancerous testicle removed. Right. And, and he has one remaining, but I think... Whatever work that one could have done was damaged by the chemotherapy. Okay. So now, does, I'd like to introduce another uh, piece of evidence, sir. Okay. In Maxim Magazine, he gave an interview. Hmm. And he made the statement they were, you know, they were kind of goofing about, you know, the testicle because it's in a dirty place and stuff. Right. Maxim Magazine was. And, and Lance had the statement that, hey, one works as well as two. Now, why would he say that if he didn't mean that it was really working? Well, does that mean that one can work as far as consummating your marriage, but it can't work as far as giving you a child? 
maybe that's what he meant. I would think that your odds of conception are probably cut down a little bit. You no, I don't so. think so. I don't. I really don't think so. It makes sense to me. You know, <laughs> one minus two equals one. Right. Two minus one equals one. What? Right. What? So check the math. Well, I, I just think if it, if you're sending one million troops into battle instead of two million troops, then right. your chances of conceiving through traditional means would probably be cut down a little bit. From what I remember about the book, though, they told him to go to the germ bank right before the surgery and the chemotherapy because they said that he would probably be sterile after the chemotherapy. Probably. Now, probably. Did, now did they replace the one that he had taken out with like a ping pong ball? You know, they you do know, that now. They do that. That's actually a good question. Just for cosmetics, I, I don't know. I've never seen him that way. But then you always wonder, why do you need cosmetic work down there? I mean, how many people are really seeing that? I guess to please your wife. My uh, wife hates that whole I, area, so... Hey, you know, you were also right about it, the twin thing. Is it just so you can make that sound still? What? Well, I, don't even, I don't even understand that. He's likening it to one of those executive desktop games I, where you take the one ball. Okay, and, thank you, Junior. Hey, hey, Gordo, you were also right about the twin thing. For some reason, in vitro um, gives you a better chance of twins, and I don't know why. Is Dion a surefire Hall of Famer? Yes. Without a doubt? Yes, without a doubt. Did you hear that Scott the board op is an actor now? No, but I heard a very awkward invitation from uh, Drew on the ticker. Now that Dion is retired, maybe he'll want to come and do tickers with me. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, that was... I, I don't think so. He must not have been listening earlier. What? Hmm? What? What? Who, me or Dion? <laughs> <laughs> what? He's talking about he's got plenty of money, so what's he doing? Why not do tickers on the weekend? Oh, okay, yeah. We were talking about how, you know, Drew is rich. And oh, he that, is? Yeah, that's why he's, you know, can just do tickers for the rest of his life if he wanted to. I doubt he wants to, but he could if he wanted to because he's rich. Right. Hey, can I also <laughs> pass along a message to... Uh, to the ticket staff? Yes, uh, we're visiting with Junior Miller. I love working with each and every one of you. No, that's not it. Okay. I'm, so here I am at Fitness HQ, and not, there's no one from promotions out here. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Shouldn't there be someone, like, I expected to drive up and see ticket banners everywhere and maybe a couple ticket chicks. Right. But apparently I'm so spare that they don't even send anybody from promotions out here. Right. I'm sure that's an oversight, Junior. That's not good because one of the things on our list that makes the ticket what it is is promotions. That's right. And also homegrown. And bunker mentality. And I've got big sports story right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, all right, we'll try to get a promotions guy out to you. And call in any time that you feel like we're on track or off track when it comes to uh, cycling. Fitness HQ in Southlake, just a little bit west of 114 on Southlake Boulevard. Come on out and be a part of Big Sports Story. All right, thank I'll, you. That's I'll, Junior Miller. I'll, I'll be here until 1 o'clock. Uh, thank you, yes. Fitness HQ in Southlake. Yeah, thank hang you. up on him. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, well, good. He cleared that up. 
Uh, now let's move from the testicles to the colon, as we were talking about Colin Powell. Right. And he performed something. He didn't perform in drag, right? No, but he did perform a, a, a show tune. He, uh, he got on stage. He began the performance solo before being joined on stage by several colleagues. All right, first of all, this, this thing is confusing because after they meet and talk about uh, relations between the East and the West. Yeah, I guess we should... They have a tradition of having a talent show, basically, at the end of it. Right, and I guess... And these I guess world leaders get up there and, and perform, you know, like... I don't know, they get up there and do a car song or... <laughs> what? Karaoke. They have, a, they have a talent show. Yeah, I guess we should reset for those who have just tuned in, because we started the story about five minutes ago. It was at the uh, annual meeting of Asia-Pacific Foreign Ministers in Hanoi, Vietnam. And Colin Powell was over there, he's of course, Secretary of State. And at this little talent show to end the meetings, he begins this solo performance, and then he's joined on stage by several of his colleagues. And he's singing the Marty Robbins song, El Paso. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso. That song? Yeah, and instead of saying, I fell in love with a Mexican girl, he says, I fell in love with a Vietnamese girl. See, when I heard he changed the lyrics, I was thinking that's good, because I fell in love with a Mexican girl is me, certainly man. insensitive now. Um, because why did he have to specify that she was Mexican? And I don't even think that term is used anymore. Yeah, I think it is, Gordon. Uh, and then I find out he changed it to a Vietnamese girl, which that is just as racially insensitive. Well, it's a, it's a nation. I don't think it's derogatory, Gordon. It should be Vietnamese American girl. Well, he was in Vietnam. They're not Vietnamese Americans. Yes, they are. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, a woman appeared in typical Vietnamese dress. She turned out to be Makiko Tanaka, Japan's right. foreign minister. First of all, once again, insensitive, it is Vietnamese American dress what? she appeared in. The skit included a competition for... Okay, right there. I don't think that people of Asian descent should be called skits. No. The skit was what they were performing. It was like the skits that Scott performs at UPS. <laughs> okay, I got you. It included a competition for Makiko's affection. And she was also the... Uh, the played the part of Willie in Free Willie, right? Makiko? No, that's... Kiko the whale. Okay. There was a loud pop and Powell fell to the ground. Makiko rushed to oh my goodness. Makiko rushed to his side and kissed him on the cheek to the roar of the crowd. Doesn't this cheapen our Secretary of State a little bit? Can you uh, can you think back to like the Gulf War and seeing Colin Powell in his military garb and then That's picture then picture him in this skit. Yeah, making out with this dirty Vietnamese woman. No, Japanese foreign minister. And, uh, well, wait, if, this, if the girl's Japanese, and how's she playing a Vietnamese person? Well, they're all the same, so they just cast her. And he kisses her? I thought Colin Powell was married. No, she kissed him on the cheek. They didn't make out. Which cheek? I and did. how far down did he pull his dockers? No, I, I believe on his face okay gotcha wow this and i just saw like two seconds of the video from this i haven't seen any of the video but it's just so surreal colin but, powell but this has been like the laughing stock of all the political talk shows uh talking about this it comes up on every one of these weekend sunday morning programs about how he did this 
I mean, people want him to run for president one day. Can you imagine Clinton or George Bush singing out in the West Texas town of El Paso? Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Vietnamese girl. Doesn't really make sense. What is the Vietnamese population in El Paso? Two. And they're both guys that run a butcher shop. Do they butcher dog? What do you mean? I don't understand what you mean. Anyway, so there you go. Colin Powell embarrassing our country. He should be fired. He should be. He should be fired on the spot, and so should that Japanese foreign minister. For doing a... Uh... I guess, by definition, isn't that kind of redundant? I mean, any Japanese minister is going to be a foreigner, right? No, she's a minister to foreign countries. Foreign from Japan. Not everything's from the American perspective, Gordon. Oh, it isn't? No. Oh, sorry. Do you want to uh, replay something next? We haven't even discussed this. Heck yes. I wanted to get to that story. Which was the one that really jazzed me? It wasn't the couple in the naming rights. It was another one. The DWI? Yeah, yeah. Let's get to the irony of the guy arrested for DWI. Okay. Do, do you have any... Uh... We'll talk about that during break, Dave. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. All right. The DWI story coming up next. Four. The ticket. 1410. The ticket. Up here in about uh, oh three four minutes, we're going to hear from the fake Troy Aikman as he joined Dunham Miller at training camp this week to talk about his new broadcasting job. Uh, but right now, I want to tell you the story. This is just the height of irony, isn't it, Dave? It is. I mean, Although irony is a very confusing concept. Well, it's like rain on your wedding day. See, I think that that's, those are just Alanis Morissette lyrics. Oh. It's a free ride when you've already paid. Yeah. It's good advice that you just didn't take. Anyway, so irony is when something means something other than what it really says. I'm confused so now. Do, see, I am too. I've always been confused as exactly what irony is. Because the way we use the word ironic and that definition don't seem to be the same thing. Okay. It's a black fly in your Chardonnay. That's ironic. Now, why is that ironic? Death row pardon, two minutes too late? Yeah. That's ironic. You think many criminals have enjoyed that kind of irony? <laughs> By the way, I love Alanis Morissette. Oh, she sucks. How can I you... I love her. I mean, you know... I love this first album. I think she's hot. You know she sucks now. What do you mean? I mean, I can understand at the time when this album got came out, you got caught up in all the, the hoopla, and it was new... But it's five years later, uh -huh. and you know that she sucks. How do I Just know that? It. You keep saying that as if that's fact. I don't know that. It's true. How? How do I know that? Because it's fact. Oh, okay. Now it's clear. I think you're just being ironic. Yeah, probably. Don't you think? A little too ironic. All right, so anyway, so this guy... Okay, hang on. I'm going to give you a, a definition of okay. ironic here. A type of usually humorous expression in which you say the opposite of what you intend. Okay. 
Irony is also something that has a different or opposite result from what is expected. Okay, maybe we're getting closer to the way we use it there. That definition's closer. Right? Right. And the, the example given in this particular Cambridge dictionary. Oh, Cambridge. Yeah, it's like not Like anyone's Webster's. ever heard of that. It's one of the ironies of life that... Why is a cigarette company putting out a dictionary? I believe it's the learning institution. I don't know. Oh, not Cambridge Cigarettes? No. It's one of the ironies of life that by the time you have earned enough money for the things that you always wanted, you no longer have the energy to enjoy them. And so that's saying something when you really mean the opposite? I guess. That's an example of saying something when you mean the opposite? No, that something has the different or opposite result from what is expected. Okay, like the black fly and the Chardonnay. Is that really ironic? Not really. All right, I'm going to go to Webster's, see what Webster says. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Once again, we're talking about the DWI story. Okay, ironic, relating to, containing, or constituting irony. So that Oh, that it clears it up, yes. I always love it when dictionaries get out of defining something by just giving you a circular definition. Okay, Irony. Now, See irony. Now we're to irony, okay? Do they have a picture of irony in there? Actually, it's a picture of Alanis Morissette. Really? Interesting. A One of my favorite songs, by the way, by Paul McCartney was that Ebony and, uh, and Irony uh, song. I Ivory. Oh, really? Yeah. God, that's it ironic that I thought it was irony. Yeah, it's different than what you expected. Yeah. A pretense of ignorance and of willingness to learn from another assumed in order to make the other's false conceptions conspicuous by adroit questioning. Exactly. That's exactly what a death row pardon two minutes too late is. The use of words to express something other than and especially the opposite of the literal meaning. Okay. A usually humorous or sardonic literary style or form characterized by irony. Once again, doesn't it seem like that definition is different how we use the word ironic? Incongruity between the actual result... Okay, what's the DUI story? What? Oh. All right, this is from uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico. <laughs> that's ironic. Tell me, no, man. That's not because the... you really meant, like, Fort Worth. No, this is not the ironic part yet. Oh. The coordinator of a DWI prevention program in New Mexico has been arrested on a charge of driving while intoxicated Off. at a DWI awareness picnic. Why was he driving during it, a picnic? It was a she. Oh. Police say Linda Harris was arrested Wednesday in the parking lot of a Las Cruces park. They say Harris denied that she had been drinking and volunteered to take a breathalyzer test to prove it. When she did, it showed a blood alcohol level of .09. She also failed four of five field sobriety tests. Off. And they say as she did the sobriety tests, a crowd of onlookers gathered, thinking it was a demonstration of what police do when they stop someone for DWI. Oh, no. Oh, no. So she's been placed on paid leave by the county pending an investigation. But she claims she had, hadn't even had a drink. Right? Yeah, she denied that she had been drinking. Well, so maybe the test is wrong. Certainly you wouldn't lie and say that you haven't been drinking at all. Well, but 
blood alcohol test doesn't lie. Plus, she failed the field sobriety tests. Now, I don't see how she fails that. I don't see how you fail that with a .9. I thought yeah. .9 is not that much. Well, I mean, I know it's legally drunk now. It, well, not in, not in all places. Some places it's still .10. Yeah, but what's a tenth? That's true. I guess a tenth means a lot when a fifth means so much. I don't think a fifth is like a fifth of a liter. Oh. Well, a tenth is half of that then, right? No, a tenth. No, a tenth must be double that because five, ten is, no, is twice as much as five. A tenth is a percent of your blood alcohol level. It's, two, it's measuring two different things, Gordon. Oh, okay. So if you have a fifth, will you have a tenth? Mm, you'll probably have a couple tenths. I don't understand the math. One five doesn't equal 20. And then Mad Dog 2020 means you have 40. What if you drink the fifth of 2020? Then your hindsight's great. So you should drive facing the rear of the car. Or maybe you should just drive in reverse. Right. Anyway, I'm confused. So Why I. was she driving in reverse in the parking lot? It was a demonstration. Oh. Well, did they find any other evidence of her drinking? I mean, I would assume that the picnic didn't have alcohol. I don't believe so. She, so I, she must have, like, snuck in a hip flask or something. I suppose. Or maybe maybe it was cough medicine. Maybe she had a cold. Yeah, because that NyQuil does contain some alcohol in it. Yeah. Now, this is not the first time that something like this has happened. Wasn't it the... Um, it wasn't the director of MAD, was it? Yeah, I think it was. I think one, or one of the higher-ups in MAD had been... Uh, a couple months ago, we had the story that they were stopped for uh, DUI. And then there's also the story of this woman who came out with a book called uh, Moderate Drinking. And, <laughs> yeah. and it was about how alcoholics don't need to quit yeah, cold that, that... turkey. There is this other way that they don't publicize because they... You know, they just go to extremes and say you have to absolutely quit. So she writes this book, and it was a really best-selling book. And then she got drunk behind the wheel and killed like a family of four or something like that. Yeah, that moderation didn't work out for her. Yeah. That was ironic. Oh, so she said something. That was an incongruity was... between the actual result of a sequence of events and the normal or expected result. I thought it was adroit questioning. It was a pretense of ignorance. What? I think. Anyway, so don't drink Mad Dog when you're when you have a hip flask. So Scott, in your UPS skits, do you use dramatic irony? No, David. Okay, now what's dramatic irony? Incongruity between a situation developed in a drama and the accompanying words or actions that is understood by the audience but not by the characters in the play. All right, look up half of those words where I can understand what the definition meant. What does play mean? It's a, it's a skit. It. All right, coming up next, we're going to hear from Troy Aikman. This is The Ticket, your home for breaking sports news first, guaranteed. A recent survey conducted by Infogate.com indicates that 60% of Americans want sports information while on vacation. 41% want it during dinner. 8% during church. 
And when sports news happens, 6% of those surveyed want to be interrupted during sex. Here's the deal. We do sports news on our ticket tickers at 10, 30, and 50 past the hour. Please plan accordingly. We really don't want to interrupt that. Sports Radio 13. The ticket. Will electric rates send you into shock this summer? Not if you switch to new power. We guarantee you'll pay less for electricity for the next two years. Uh, time out. You're saying if I switch from TXU to new power, I'll see lower electric rates every month? We guarantee it. Two whole years. That's right. No matter how high TXU rates go, you'll pay less with new power. Uh, what are we talking here, like 50 cents a month? Actually, Dallas residents can save up to $230 over two years. Really? Uh, what if TXU's rates go down? Aha! New power rates will still be lower, guaranteed. Uh, suppose I need a service call. You keep the same reliable service from TXU. Hmm. What's it going to cost me to switch? Switching is free. Just call 1-800-NEW-POWER. But hurry. What's the rush? Enrollment is limited to the first 5% of Texans who sign up by year-end. What's that number again? 1-800-NEW-POWER. A smarter brand of energy. Actual savings may vary based on TXU residential rate schedule R in effect as of 5-1501. You can obtain information that will allow you to compare the price and terms of this offer with other offers at 1-800-NEW-POWER or NEWPOWER.COM. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Chinese Food Delivery Guy. Mr. Chinese Food Delivery Guy. Without you, we'd be forced to do the unthinkable when we wanted Chinese food. Drive to a restaurant. But you, sir, bring it to us in under 20. Ride like the wind. Armed with your rickety bike, you battle traffic, bad weather, and the occasional busted elevator. And why do you do it? Because somewhere a guy is waiting for his Kung Pao crab puffs, and he's got a $1.57 with your name on it. That's 10%. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, oh mercenary of the Mandarin chicken, and know that when America is looking for a man to get the job done, you do deliver. You deliver. Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush, Houston, Texas. It's real simple, guys. If you don't call it Joey Zuzu's Summer Sale, I'm going to walk. Joe, don't threaten us. And I want to give him 0% APR plus $1,000 cash back on all 2001 Isuzu rodeos and troopers right now. But, Joe... Uh, let me handle this. Joe, we made you. If it weren't for us, you wouldn't even be here. <laughs> really? Well, I don't think Hank Isuzu sounds too good, huh? It's Joe Isuzu summer sale with 0% APR plus $1,000 cash back on all 2001 Isuzu rodeos and troopers, or I'm gone. You're under contract. I signed that with my left hand in pencil under duress. Okay, okay, uh, but we can only give it to him for a few weeks. I know, for a limited time only. And I want to give him a great deal on the Axiom, too. Uh, prima donna. Weenie. Big head. Stop by Joe Isuzu's summer sale now, before someone changes their mind. See your Isuzu partners of Dallas-Fort Worth for a great deal and America's longest warranty. 0% APR financing plus $1,000 APR cash available on 2001 Isuzu rodeos and troopers must take delivery from new dealer stock by 9401. Credit approval required. See participating dealers for details. I'm Drew Hamilton. Rob Bell remains undefeated for the Rangers. That story and all the latest sports news next on The Ticker. The Ticker. Hello, p one Junior Miller in Southlake this morning. I'm going to be here until 1 o'clock at the Fitness HQ. If you want to find me, it's on one four, uh, just a little bit west of 114 on Southlake Boulevard. You're going to be here until 1 o'clock. Come on out to Fitness HQ. They've got all sorts of great deals. If you're thinking about starting a workout program, want to lose a little weight, want to get a little stronger, They've got all sorts of weight equipment. They've got great deals on treadmills. You can save up to $600 on treadmills, interest-free finance.
purchase a treadmill. That's a $120 heart rate monitor they'll throw in for free. They'll also deliver it for free. And if you come out here, you're a big P1. In the next uh, hour or so, the first five people out here that will let me weigh them on this official scale will get a free ticket T-shirt. That's all you got to do is come on out here and let me weigh you and record your weight. You'll get a free ticket T-shirt. I'm at the Fitness HQ in Southlake. That's just a little bit west of 114 in the Gateway Plaza Shopping Center on Southlake Boulevard. And I'll be here until 1 o'clock. Fitness HQ. Now, Southwest Airlines and 99.5 The Wolf welcome live at Smirnoff Music Center the Willie Nelson Family Picnic. In one night, Willie Nelson, Dwight Yoka, Rodney Brown, Carrie Allen, plus movie star Dennis Quaid. The Willie Nelson Family Picnic. Just can't wait to get on the road again. August 10th at Smirnoff Music Center. Willie Nelson, Dwight Yoka, Rodney Crowd, Carrie Allen, and movie star Dennis Quaid. You've got some family coming to town. Tickets are on sale now at all Ticketmaster locations and charge by phone. 214-373-8000. Online at Ticketmaster.com. Live at Smirnoff Music Center. Presented by 99.5 The Wolf and Southwest Airlines. A symbol of freedom. For more details, look to Channel 8, The Spirit of Texas, and The Friday Guide to the Dallas Morning News. If you're buying a new home, look for these energy-saving features to help you survive the long Texas summer. Make sure you have tightly sealed air ducts. Use energy-efficient air conditioners. And make sure you have high-performance windows to keep the Texas heat out. All of these will reduce cooling time and energy costs. These tips brought to you by Energy Star Homes and Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. The Ticket. Rangers won at the ballpark 13-7 last night. They knocked off Tampa Bay, and it's their fifth straight win. Rob Bell was the winner, and he talked about a surprise visit from a Ranger legend earlier this week. Nolan Ryan was here, and uh, I got to sit down for like an hour and, and talk with him. And um, uh, a couple of the other guys were in there off and on. And, um, and I got to hear some valuable things from a guy that's struck out more guys than anybody in baseball and pitched probably more innings and won more games than anybody. And, uh, you know, and he told me how important it was for him to prepare every four days for starts and reward to go out and pitch. Bell took Ryan's advice to heart and gutted out the win after falling behind 5-1 to one in the third inning. Barry Bonds hit his 45th homer of the year in the Giants' 9-5 to five win over the Diamondbacks last night. One down for the boys in Wichita Falls and one to go. They practice this morning. They'll have another one this afternoon from 4 to 6. Deion Sanders has announced his retirement from the NFL in a one-paragraph fax. He retires with two Super Bowl rings, one each with Dallas and San Francisco, and finishes his career with 18 touchdowns on returns and 48 career interceptions. That's a ticket. Ticker, a service of Sears. Right now, come into Sears Auto Center during the Goodyear 10th anniversary sale. Buy four Goodyear tires and get a free diehard battery of $59.99 value through today only at Sears, Sears, America's number one tire retailer. Our next ticker at 11.50, Sports News First Guaranteed. I'm Drew Hamilton reminding you to play in the Frank Parra Autoplex, Dunham & Miller Open, August 29th. Sign up now online at theticket.com. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, believes that beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. Offensive, offensive. 11.35, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Gordon Keith Show at Frank Parra Autoplex, one mile west from Texas Stadium. Highway 183 and Irving. We're going to be here until noon. Already giving away lots of good prizes, and we have the new uh, Summer Bash 2001 live CD. 
It's a live CD. What a waste of time. Hey. So anyway, uh, we're going to get to Troy in here in just a second, but uh, you want to do a quick quick hit story? Just, 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 yeah, oh. one that you have or one that I have? One that you have. I don't really have any out here because I, I didn't buy a newspaper. Okay, well... So I'm just basically going on my intuition as to what the news is today. <laughs> your, is your intuition good today? I mean, it's pretty good. Well, this was actually in the paper, but I also found it on the wire. This is uh, from Panama City, Florida. Hello, Panama City, Florida. Thanks for listening. A waitress at Hooters is suing the restaurant. Sexual harassment? No. Okay. She won a contest. She was working at the restaurant in Panama City last spring, and the manager announced a contest for employees. And she was led to believe that the prize was a Toyota. That's a pretty good prize. What was the contest? Uh, it was, uh, I believe, selling the most beer in a given month. All right, so she sells the most beer in the given month. She's told she wins the, con she wins the contest, and for a Hooters waitress, getting a new Toyota is a pretty, pretty big gift. Yeah. So how did they present her with this gift? Well, she was blindfolded, mm -hmm. and she was... All right. Perfect. And she was... Still wearing her Hooters outfit? Uh, doesn't say. And she was led to the parking lot to claim her prize. And when they took off her blindfold... They ran a baseball bat right into her nose. No. Instead of a Toyota sitting in the parking space, it was a Toyota, a miniature version oh. of the Star Wars character. Oh. <laughs> she says the manager was watching and laughing. Huh. I think that's funny. <laughs> so she is suing for damages and attorney's fees. She oh, says, what are her damages? She says that a company shouldn't be allowed to treat its workers like that. So she wants, I guess, the value of a Toyota plus the, her attorney's fees. All right, I, I'm a little bit ambivalent on this one because she... It is cruel to do that. But she, and the girl worked her tail off, you know, really wanted it. And, and you can imagine the joy that she had when she won the contest and how many people she called and said, hey, look, this is great, you know, and, and felt good. It is pretty cruel. I'll do her. But she probably, I, I'm sure that if they had any posters or anything like this, there had to have been fine print. Uh, I mean, it... Well, I don't I, think I'm they could sure print it at all. I'm sure the manager had to cover himself somehow. Maybe it was just a spoken contest. It had to have been a spoken contest. Because anyone's going to catch on when it says Toy Yoda. I guess. Huh. It's only, what, one I letter difference, though. Well, she is a Hooters waitress. Good point, Dave. Off. Now, at least, uh, well, how many miles to the gallon did this Toyota get? It doesn't use gasoline. It's just a, a plush. Oh, it isn't a vehicle. Just a plush toy. I thought it was like, you know, like a novelty vehicle, like the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobiles. No, no. It's like a big Yoda head on the front of a car. No, it was actually a, a, a doll. Uh, what do you think? If you're the judge, what do you rule? <sighs> I don't... I, w I wouldn't give her the... Uh, I wouldn't give her the value of the vehicle. But give her something. Yeah, I mean, she deserves some restitution for winning the contest and, you know, under false pretenses. All right, we'll see if we can get her on. 
You want to get her on? Yeah. You think we... I think she may be on the hotline here pretty soon. I'm calling the Hooters waitress that won a toy Yoda. And she thought she was going to win a Toyota automobile. technical problems at the Hooters in Fort Lauderdale, Mexico, or wherever that was that we were calling. All right, well, I guess we'll go ahead and get to Troy Aikman since, uh, hello? Hello? Troy? Here's Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman joins what us the hell's now going here on, on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. Uh, good to see you, Troy, and welcome to the Media Center here at Midwestern State. Well, it's good to be on. Oh, with put the microphone yeah, down. Well, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> what, what was that? Good to be on with you guys. Well, uh, what are you doing here? I couldn't stay away. I'm scouting the team for Fox. Oh, that's right. You're oh, going to be yeah. working as a broadcaster for Fox Sports. And yeah. I have already developed many observations about the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, good. I'd like to hear those. They are weak and black at quarterback. <laughs> okay. I used to yell at black guys, and now they are starting at quarterback. My, how the world has changed. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, just like the last four years, the Cowboys come into camp with quarterback problems. <laughs> Another joke. Well, are you excited about being a broadcaster uh, for Fox? I am real strong excited, George, about being a broadcaster. I think they hired me because of my in enthusiasm. Enthusiasm? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and the ball is up, and the Bears win the Super Bowl. Oh, that's like, like a like a call. Oh, you that's kind of like what you. Yeah. Okay. Well, are right. you going to have like any signature phrase or something kind of set you apart from the others? Yes. Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> the Giants win. Where's my money? <laughs> I don't know if that'll fly, and, and that's not going to be your job. You're not going to be the play-by-play -play guy anyway. I well, I'll try to guy. eventually get to that point where I'll be the play-by-play -play guy. Yeah. Look at that. Brett Favre breaks his legs. Where's my money? <laughs> Well, how are the Cowboys treating you here at uh, training camp? Thank you, George. Well, I feel that the Cowboys are giving me the runaround. I asked to see Jerry Jones, and they led me into an office that said owner, where I spoke to Joan Rivers for about an hour. <laughs> huh. What gives? Well, you know, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, that's and, uh, Jerry. That's the facelift. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, that's actually... You actually talked to him. My condolences to his family and his old face. <laughs> I don't know if the changes are that dramatic. Well, Troy, uh, it's a dramatic change coming up for you here in the next month. Your new baby is due. It's your first child. Are you excited about being a father? I am really excited nervous, Craig. But there are many things I don't understand from my training in the classes. Where exactly is my uterus? <laughs> you, don't you don't have yeah, one. That's, that's yeah. her. I'm also uncomfortable about breastfeeding. Well, well, why? You just uh, worried about her in public or something? Or? I don't think mine are big enough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have yeah. to do that. 
I would like to say that I'm not bitter or anything about the Dallas Cowboys releasing me last year. Good. But if I could just give one parting word of advice for my former teammates, coaches, and owner. Okay. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Where's my money? Oh, okay. Oh, there Bye, Troy. Thank no. you. It's former Cowboys quarterback Troy Aikman now working for Fox. Ah, uh, sweet, clean, fake Troy. On with the Musers earlier this week in Wichita Falls. You there, Gordon? Yeah. Hey. Hey, Tom. All right, there you go. Uh, fake Troy Aikman on earlier. I already, I already said that. With Dunham Mill. Yeah, I said Lur. that too. All right, well, there you go. All right, coming up next, Dave. Yes. The amazing story of untrue truth that is a weird. Is that something you have, or? No, I'm hoping it's something you have. Oh. <laughs> no, the, the, the real truth of, about Byron Allen next. This is The Ticket, where sports and hip-hop live. Yo, I know something that you don't know, and I got something to tell you. That the same MF is gonna steal the show at the American Airlines Center. MF to the Mavericks, MF to the Mavericks, MF to the Mavericks, MF to the Mavericks, Michael Finley has re-signed with the Dallas Mavericks. Breaking sports news first, guaranteed. What must be the money? Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Another round of cultural exchange presented by Bex Light. Are you eating one too many Wiener Schnitzels? Having the problems fitting into your lederhosen? Then you need the amazing Arbobliterator. In just eight minutes a day, you can burn off that bratwurst, work off that scoodle, and watch those unwanted kilograms disappear like magic. Thousands have tried the Arbobliterator, and here's what they say. I had major leap of handles, and now they're gone. You go, Frau. After eight minutes, I got rid of that spare tire. Jawohl. I was a total blimp. Yeah, she was huge. Danke. It seems Germany's got a taste for America. Presenting Bex Light, all the flavor of a great German beer with a smooth, crisp body of an American one. So good it won the American Tasting Institute's gold medal for best imported light beer. Order the Abobliterator now, and you'll get this special cuckoo clock absolutely free. So don't delay. Call today. Bex Light, Germany's lighter side. Enjoy Bex Light responsibly. Imported by Bex North America, Stanford, Connecticut. Southside on Lamar, the only place in Dallas for true loft living. Southside on Lamar offers you an incomparable urban lifestyle. Situated in the old Sears building at 1409 South Lamar, many of the building's original elements are left intact. The spacious units feature fluted concrete columns, exposed brick walls, and original hardwood floors. Multimedia connections are standard in each loft, and so are the huge closets. The on-site amenities are incredible. Imagine views of downtown Dallas, Fair Park, and Farmer's Market from your living room. Enjoy a dip in the rooftop pool after your morning run around the rooftop track and work out in the state-of-the-art 2,000-square-foot fitness center or invite your friends over for a friendly game of pool in the billiards and party room. Southside on Lamar is a one-of-a-kind lifestyle. Southside on Lamar is minutes from the West End, downtown Dallas, and major thoroughfares. Visit their website for spectacular 3D views, southsideonlamar.com, or phone 214-428-4848. I'm Drew Hamilton. The Cowboys finish up their morning practice. That's story and all the latest sports news next on the Ticket Ticker. Hi, this is Norm Hitzkus, and I've gotten on board with leasing my vehicle instead of buying it. And I'm leasing mine through Superior Leasing. They're part of the largest automotive group in Dallas-Fort Worth. 
they can get you your exact model, your exact color. Their goal is to be your car company. New and pre-owned vehicles available for immediate delivery. Free loaner cars available for the life of your lease. As much as 30, 40, even 50% lower payments with Superior than if you were purchasing the same vehicle. Low or no money down. More car for your money. And when you lease from Superior Leasing, ask for the Norm Hitzkiss Special. That is, at the end of the lease, when you return the car, there will be no charge. Nobody ever talks about that price, do they? About the worn tires and everything like that? Ask for the Norm Hitzkiss Special from Superior. If you're looking for the biggest deal in a new or used vehicle, give Superior Leasing a call at 972-994-0994. Or visit us on the web at superiorleasing.com. Well, Cowboys training camp continues today at Midwestern State, where they had a two-hour practice this morning. Earlier, Dat Wen had a warning for those that don't give their all at each practice. Well, every time you step in the field, um, you got to prove something. Uh, you can't take things for granted. At this level, too many good players are on this level. You're playing against some of the world's greatest athletes here. And, um, you know, with um, taking things for granted, um, it's going to hurt you. Cowboys will have another practice from 4 to 6 this afternoon. Richard Childress has confirmed the Cowboys are interested in sponsoring a NASCAR Winston Cup car for the 2002 or 2003 season. And Deion Sanders has announced his retirement from the NFL in a one-paragraph fax, ending a career during which he won a couple of Super Bowls. Rangers are red hot. They won their fifth straight over the Devil Rays last night, 13-7. Every starter but Gabe Kapler got at least one RBI. Aaron Mayette will get the start for the Red Shoes tonight against Nick Bierbrot. First pitch in the second game of the three-game series is at 7.35. And the Eagles opening up the American Airlines Center tonight. The Mavericks will open up their season there October 30th versus the Detroit Pistons. They'll have a new player in Adrian Griffin. He uh, graduated from Seton Hall and played for the Celtics last season. He signed a two-year, $1.2 million deal. Our next ticker at 12.10, breaking sports news first guaranteed. I'm Drew Hamilton reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to The Rant on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. The Ticket. Hey, one Junior Miller here out at Fitness HQ in Southlake, and we got all sorts of great stuff here. The experts at Fitness HQ can help you start a workout program. They've got great deals on treadmills. They're throwing in free polar heart rate monitors with the purchase of a treadmill today here at Fitness HQ in Southlake. Free delivery interest-free for 12 months of the financing. And we've got all sorts of ticket stuff out here. For the first person through the door that can tell me their favorite Texas Ranger, you'll get box seats to tomorrow's game with Tampa Bay. These are great seats. We just got the tickets here. So the first person through the door, can, uh, all they got to do is tell me their favorite Ranger. That's very easy. You'll win these tickets. And also for the next uh, four hey, Rod. so... Uh, no, you don't count. Oh. The next four or so uh, through the door, we've got ticket T-shirts for you if you'll let me weigh you. That's all you have to do. We've also got entry forms for the Dunham & Miller Open. We've got free ticket chick calendars as well. This is at the Fitness HQ in Southlake. It's just a little bit west of 114 on Southlake Boulevard. I'll be here for another hour until 1 o'clock at the Fitness HQ in Southlake. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Remember, beauty is only a light switch away. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, The Gordon Keith Show. Uh, wrapping up here at Frank Parra Autoplex. They're still open, though, after the show is off the air today. Uh, one mile west of Texas Stadium on Highway 183 in Irving. Great day for car shopping. It's good car shopping weather. 
Yes, great car shopping weather. Do you like that? That's always my copy point. Right. It's <laughs> the best copy point ever. So stop by and pick yourself up a vehicle. All right, uh, joining us now is the hot spot. Well, hello, Gordon. Hey, Tom. Chris. <laughs> hmm. Wrong show. Yeah. Now, you guys are at a, another car dealership, which we won't mention until your program starts up. It's right. called the Schlong. Yeah. yeah. That's not what the car dealership is called, by the way. <laughs> we'll start I promoting wanted, ours heavily here momentarily. We wanted to bring you guys in for this story. Okay. Now, I know that you, Gordon, try and stay hip to the latest, I guess, drug lingo. The hot new, what? The hot new <laughs> drugs on the street. When have I ever been a person that wanted to be hip to that? You no, know, you like to throw it out in your shtick, being able to name off all the different synonyms for different drugs. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, there's a... Um, there's you mean a, like heroin would have other words right. that would uh, also be used right. for that drug, which is like smack, like smack and... Mexican black tar. Yeah. The horse. <laughs> the horse. The horse. Is it the white horse or is that? I don't know. I'm, I may be wrong horse. on that one. That's coke, isn't it? Riding yeah. white horse. Yeah, if you want to ride, ride the right. white horse. I thought it was a white girl. Oh. Ride the no. white pony. That's whores. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a new trend afoot. And uh, they go by the names. Brown sugar? Is that one? No. <laughs> they go by the names of wet Fry and Illy. <laughs> they cost about 20 bucks a piece. And they're marijuana or tobacco cig cigarettes that have been soaked in embalming fluid and dried. Heard about that. Ah! So you take a regular cigarette. Or a joint. And you dig up a relative. No. <laughs> you just take the embalming fluid, not a dead person. Now... I have to admit, I, I've lived on this earth uh, during near 43 years. No, not and, that long. And I have never had embalming fluid within an arm's reach. No. Well, you've never, like, dissected a, a pig fetus in biology or anything? Not in biology. <laughs> <laughs> then where? You know, just uh, Friday night with friends. <laughs> I'm sure you've I'm sure you've smelled it before. It's a compound of formaldehyde, methanol, ethanol, and other solvents. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've huffed it. <laughs> many users often mix the embalming fluid with PCP. Right. Because it gives it a kind of an oaky taste. Right. And they age it in oak barrels. Right. Now, reportedly, when you uh, take one of these wet fries or illies these these embalming fluid soaked cigarettes right the effects include visual and auditory hallucinations okay euphoria right good a, a, i always like that associated with drugs a feeling of invincibility which i know you always enjoy i have I like that, that already i already have that yeah yep. increased pain tolerance i have that it's black man power anger I have that as plenty, yeah, as plenty of that. <laughs> Forgetfulness and paranoia. Now, it seems like the, uh, the effects kind of took a turn south there at the end of the list. Yeah, the, the first three had me. I, I was in. So you can experience euphoria with extreme anger and paranoia at the same time. I guess. Huh. Or maybe it's mood swings. 
Now, they also report some symptoms that are a little more strange, mm -hmm. including, and David Robinson has this, an overwhelming desire to disrobe. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> and David Robinson does not have this, a strong distaste for meat. <laughs> ah. So this is like a good way to switch to being a vegan. Is just fire up an illy every once in a while. <laughs> is that what it is? A wet or a fry or an illy or a wet fry and or an illy? No, it's three different three different terms, three a different wet, slang terms. A fry or an illy. Right. So the wet is what's been soaked in embalming fluid. Yeah, it's a it's a tobacco or marijuana cigarette soaked in embalming fluid and perhaps PCP and then dried out. Okay, so, I have a question, real quick. Uh huh. Has any actual user of marijuana referred to it as a marijuana cigarette? <laughs> or is that only in the media? That's, that's only in the media. Hand me that marijuana cigarette. cigarette. No. <laughs> Would you like cool. to come over tonight and smoke some marijuana cigarettes? <laughs> Did you ever see that movie called Reefer Madness? It was like no, maybe like like the 1940s or something like that. I think no, that's, it was like in the like 20s or 30s. Was it even earlier? Yeah, yeah. that's what they it wasn't called the it. In the 20s or 30s. It was, it was like real. Mary Pickford starring in it. <laughs> well, it was it was it was shortly after the uh, emergence of talkies. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the makers call... of the Great Train Robbery comes <laughs> reefer madness. <laughs> yeah, they called it the marijuana cigarette in that movie. But yeah, it was like a uh, it was like a public service film about the negative effects of marijuana yeah they show a guy who like starts one day smoking and then 30 minutes later he's like all crazy his hair is all wild and he runs his car off the side of a cliff beware of the dangers oh so i imagine that 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 movie might be true if you actually smoked an illy true now where are you getting your information from dave is this from corby <laughs> no, this is from the this is from the AP wire. Huh. See, I've heard about this. I heard that kids all across the country are like breaking into uh, funeral homes to get the embalming fluid, and then they take it back to their house and they all oh, dip Lord. their stuff in it. Yeah, that was a while back. That was like yeah. about two years ago. Yeah, it's they been started going that. on for a while. Yeah. And then and it was done by white kids, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It says it's no, used. No, it's a crime. <laughs> it has to be black kids, right? They <laughs> says it's it's, it's usually uh, teens and twenty somethings that that do this, and I, I guess if you're like a, a small time dealer, mm -hmm. it's very cost effective because you can take like a you know a two or three dollar joint and soak it in embalming fluid, and it's worth twenty bucks. Right. Is that true for other items as well? If you soak anything in embalming fluid, it's worth more? Yeah. I, I, so, I see, I have some old Beatle albums that are collectors, and I want to sell them on eBay. <laughs> but if I make them wet, then I got it, right? Yeah. Well, what's a fry? Same thing. Oh, it's a just a wet, different name yeah, for it. Yeah, a wet, a fry, and an illy are all the same oh, thing. Okay, all right. They're just different I thought words. that was three different ways you could order your cigarette. No. You know, uh, my parents actually, instead of they're stoners. No, well, in instead of uh, <laughs> instead yeah. of instead of bronzing my my baby shoes, they dipped them in embalming fluid. Really, and made yeah. a hilly out of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did to my condom. Hmm. What? You made an illy out of it. Huh? Ass. What was that little sound that we just heard? Is that the 
David Robinson failed line alert. <laughs> David Robinson redirect when he takes the spotlight. That oh, it fell, that was, grabs that, it and puts it towards himself again. That wouldn't have fell a line. You just left me hanging, fellas. <laughs> Knuckleheads. Okay, so that's the sound when you do the redirect. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's just, it's a, because it's a funny, it's a funny concept. I hate that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, see, he said, I hate that. Right. <laughs> Brought it back around to himself. I love that. <laughs> I love you, Gordon. All right. See how he's talking about himself. That's the David Robinson redirect. Well, so we all need to watch out for illies. Now, where do these things mainly attack? They don't attack. No. You, you smoke them. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> KGCK, Dallas-Fort Worth, KTBK, Sherman Dennis, well, this does, KTBK, Sanger. Okay. This does kind of sound like a, I know we brought it up early, but it does kind of sound like a white kid thing. Yeah, yeah. that is a white kid thing. You remember thing. there, there was uh, another white kid thing. Huffin. Yeah, Huffin's big in the white kid community. And there was also guys, and I remember this from, I don't know, it was three or four years ago, maybe even longer, that white kids would go around and break into air conditioning units and huff yes. Freon. yes. I saw a guy they die. Did that too? I actually saw a guy die doing that in high school, in junior high school. Really? In Dang. San Angelo. We used to all go hang out like on Like he the... actually inhaled it accidentally? Yes, he froze his lungs and died on the spot. God. And he he was like a you know, football player, ninth grader, and we were all hanging out on the drag one night. He was back there huffing and next thing you know, so David Lynch was out there and So did he dead. fall backwards and shatter into a million pieces? No. That's <laughs> Cartoon. I think it was only as long as it froze. Yeah, he didn't freeze his entire body. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he didn't have like a. Well, you guys had to know that he had the stuff on him if he's well, carrying around a ten-ton unit. <laughs> I don't think he had like the whole AC unit with him. It was like just I mean, a if a guy if a guy dollies up a train, then you know that the guy's probably huffing. Yeah, but it's hard to stop a train. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, uh, so what, he just had like a little uh, bottle of apparently, Freon? Apparently he had like a little bottle of Freon and was spraying it into a tin can. A little travel pack you and can carry around with you? I'm not sure if it was the travel pack <laughs> oh, of Freon. Okay. But uh, then he started huffing it out of the can. My and... first Freon kit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something else. So what? So, so it wasn't well, Freon. Describe his well, death. Well, no, it was Freon. <laughs> well, you, yeah, say, was you said it was something else. I got confused for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> now that I recall, it was it was exactly Freon. <laughs> that it was, was just a noxious day. That's all that was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so describe his death. I mean, well, see, the way it worked is this is a small town drag in San Angelo. So high school kids would line up with their cars for about two miles on either side of the road. All and, black and, and all And I gay. was about uh, 300. <laughs> no evidence of that. No, there were neither. I had I was about 300 yards from the incident, and I didn't get over there until the ambulances got there, but I saw him pull him out of the car, and he was sitting in the back seat. They dragged him into the ambulance, did some stuff, didn't work, and he was dead. And we all had a big thing for him at school. Monday. Well, did some stuff. Like that rally? No, we didn't have a pep rally. <laughs> they try and make him smoke cigarettes to unfreeze his lungs? No, I, can't, I don't really know what they were doing. Drown him in coffee? <laughs> Trying to make him drink coffee, maybe. Yeah, it was weird. So did he Did he have a look frozen on his face? <laughs> like Han Solo from Empire Strikes Back? Right. Yeah, his, his, He's in his eyebrows had icicles coming off of him. <laughs> he looked or, like that uh, heat miser in the old Rudolph. <laughs> I, mean, I, really, I believe it was only the lungs that froze, <laughs> and they're inside. Huh. Yeah. 
So everybody quit huffing in San Angelo for a couple days. Why don't they uh, cut open his chest and stick a few uh, Miller Lights in there? <laughs> How would Miller Light help? Well, no, I mean, this I mean use him as a cooler. Yeah, use him as a cooler. <laughs> just crank open the rib cage. Yeah, just get get out the tire jack from the trunk. Stick it up under his rib cage, crank that up, break all the ribs, and stick your beer in there. Boy. Was he white or black? White. Of course he was white. Oh, I'm going to say, yes. Black guys don't huff stuff. Crack. No, they, they shoot stuff. There, yeah, that, there are other ways of doing it. Yeah, don't you, there's a, you can smoke crack and you can inject crack, right? I don't know how you inject it. Uh, yeah, you can. That's where they uh, boil it on the spoon and then oh, that, you know, the needle. suck yeah. it in with a needle. Yeah. I saw traffic on video yesterday, and they did that. Threw it down and then boiled it and shot it into this girl. Have you seen that movie, David? What? Traffic. What did you say yeah. there, Kev? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> what did you say? They boiled it up on a spoon <laughs> yeah. and then shot it in a girl. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. She was the daughter of the drug czar. Huh. <laughs> and a big black man had man love with her. I'm not kidding. What? Yeah, yes. you'd, you'd like that scene, David. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to direct that then. Yeah. So I've got that at home. I may watch that tonight. <laughs> was it a good it's, movie? It's so, yeah. it's so creepy. Good. It's so creepy because it's from the, the white girl's point of view. She wakes up from good. a drug-induced haze and... You know the uh, big old tough black dude, the yeah, crack dealer it, in the hood. The screen is black and it slowly comes into focus. And <laughs> she's African American. She's drunk. And this this huge black drug dealer is just going to town on top of him. Uh, oh God! I need to rent that tonight. Somebody knocks on the door and needs to buy drugs. You know, and he goes and makes a drug deal. Comes back, injects her with the uh, ten inch wheel. <laughs> Oh my, oh, my God. The drugs or whatever. <laughs> and then has his way with us tomorrow. <laughs> oh, boy. Good oh, my goodness. <laughs> Drop. Well, that sounds like a good movie. Yeah, and yeah. so this guy was, uh, what did he have, like a VCR in his truck or something? And he was watching this when he was huffing? Uh, no, when his lungs froze? No, this was years after his death that this movie even was made. I got you. I just kind of moved on to a, an unrelated story for oh. some reason. So wasn't that movie Traffic done like, done like, um, not like a, like with a real camera, like, like a video camera or something? No, well, they, no. The, uh, whenever they would go to Mexico, yeah. right. whenever the, the scene was in Mexico... The, yeah, their cameras the, are horrible down there. The, <laughs> the film would be real grainy. Yes. It, it had a different effect on it, but it, wasn't, it was all shot on film. It wasn't what? like video. Taco right. grease on it or something? Anyway, let's all pray for that football player. And hope that it gets better. Well, he didn't make it. <laughs> Is it like when you uh, put cans of Coke, like, in the freezer and you leave them in too long? Did his lungs split open and some ice was kind of coming out? You know, I don't know that they split open. I think that they just froze solid and ceased to move. Or was it like uh, the thing, you know, when he split over the stomach or whatever, and then this popsicle came out? Was that in the thing? Oh. <laughs> we talking about the black guy with the white girl again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of frozen things, one time I was in a hotel, like a motel, actually. What was Ramada in? 
And you know those big round ice chip things that they would have that you could go get a bucket of? They're yeah. like real, about the size of, double the size of a silver dollar. Yeah. I accidentally swallowed one of those when I was a kid. And it was like just killing me as it went down. And the young genius I was, I, I, <laughs> I ran in the bathroom and cranked on the hot water and started chugging it as it slowly melted. And it kind of solved my problem there. It might have helped the guy who had the Freon issues on the ticket. A-hole. So he should have chugged hot water into his lungs? Well, it's called drowning. But it's still, even from the throat area, if it was hot, it could have helped warm the lung area. Why not just put a heating pad on your lung, on your chest? Or it's like some Vicks Vapo Rub. Right. Or take them to like icy a, hot. Or take them to a tanning booth. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they idea. should have done. They should have taken the high school football player and stuffed him in a tanning booth. Thaw him out. That's a great <laughs> it idea. Would have been a perfect and made perfect him solution. Made him chug coffee. <laughs> well, he can't. He's dead. Time was frozen for him. He had no more seconds left on his clock. Poor guy. It's a horrible. So where way can we see this guy? Where is he going to be? Well, they, they buried him in San Angelo. So I'm sure you can go by uh, one of the cemeteries there and check him out. Do you think, do you does, think, does his headstone look like an AC unit? How <laughs> yeah, they memorialize him? I don't think they can put a big train AC unit out there for his headstone. I'm not really sure what they did for him. They should have just installed a thermostat on his chest. <laughs> So he could regulate his own temperature? <laughs> right. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. So you think when he went to heaven, was he still cold? Hmm. So did you and all your classmates at his funeral give him a 21 huff salute? <laughs> you think he hoped that he went to hell just to help him out with his lungs? That might, that might have been better for him. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, why are you guys making fun of him? Because he's a white guy. I used to have this just sad memory of my junior <laughs> high school days. And now he's become a punchline. Yes. Well, that's sad. Were you close to him? No, I had just transferred to that school, actually. <laughs> so you didn't care that he died? Well, I, I, I will be honest that at least I was able to move from a temporary desk to a permanent one. You got his old desk? Well, I got a desk and everybody was moved over alphabetically. Because so he it, died. So it worked out for you. Well, yeah, kind of. So, I mean, what was his nickname after that, George Gervin? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't the Iceman. No. <laughs> hmm. There's many ways y'all could have solved that problem. We, we brought up the tanning booth. Mm -hmm. But it, did anybody think about having sex with him? Mm. That warms the body up. Quit playing that sound. Uh, that would have been kind of odd, I think. A hot beef injection? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, hot spots next, I guess. KGCK, Dallas, Fort Worth, KTBK, Sherman Dennison, KGDK, Sanger, KK, 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 TB, KCK, KTCB, KGD, KK, TB, Sanger. Well, don't always bet on black. Especially that little David Robinson. Punk.
Vincent always bet on black. Hey, this is Dan McDowell for Body Solutions. Evening weight loss formula at one 800 4